Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to a reactive versus intentional mind. And uh, for the last couple of days, we've shifted gears into talking about the work environment and how we deal with, you know, the the incredible ups and downs of human emotion in the work environment and things that can take us off guard and teaching you how to be on guard, okay, and hopefully providing for you some, some tangible tips that you can use. And I've uh, been kind of you know, echoing off of a, a Forbes article that I've run across that I find very valuable with a lot of wonderful people on here giving their input and um, using that as a springboard to share my own thoughts um, in terms of, you know, how we can battle this thing called emotion on a consistent basis in a world that seems to be so emotional right now. And uh, so I hope this is helping you. And if you know anybody that it, it could help, I hope that you would share it with them. Uh, the first part of this particular series was based on how we can get a, a handle on ourselves and our own emotions and now we are into you know how to deal with it at work and be more intentional rather than reactive so number four is where we're at right now label your feelings uh, your amygdala and i've talked about the amygdala before it is the emotional center in the brain it's an almond shape um, right near the middle to the back of your mind uh, your brain and um, it does control the emotional area so if if your amygdala is constantly being set off um, because of a lack of emotional intelligence, then you can end up actually altering the cellular structure of it. And then it becomes where your emotions just seem like they're always out of control and you can't seem to calm them down. So how, can you reverse it? Absolutely. Yes, yes, you can. But you have to be dedicated and it is a process. It requires brain training, which is something that I do quite often. So you might feel controlled by your impulses and maybe you don't like that. You know, maybe you don't know what's wrong with you. You don't know why you're always flying off the handle or going into fits of rage or, or, uh, or resentment or, or um, you know, maybe crying uh, uncontrollably. And uh, you are not the only one who notices and it does impact others and that bothers you even more. So you stop the action, breathe. Okay, and we talked about breathing yesterday. Label those feelings. What is it? Now get to the root of it, okay? Get to the root of it. What's really going on inside of you? Is it anger? Is it fear? Is it resentment? You know, what is it? Is it is it jealousy? Um, you know, uh, and, and in some cases, is it racial prejudice? You know, I, I unfortunately, we're, we're, that's kind of come to the forefront today, so why not throw that out there, right? So the simple step of using the gift of language can help you reclaim the power over it. All right. So once you've labeled it and you know what's caused, what the cause of, what the root cause is, then you're able to get some, some, some um, very clear direction within yourself on how to tackle it instead of just letting it run rampant. You know, whatever it is, it is. You know, okay. You know, I'm upset, and that's it. You can't just give it one name. You got to find out what the exact name is. Now that's part of being emotional intelligence, being self-aware. And it's a simple step of using that language that will help you reclaim the power and how you want to act and what you want to say. And I think that's great advice. That's Beth J. Masterman, Masterman Executive Coaching. So number five, make the other person right. Find what's right in what they said. Now you might say, oh yeah, right. You don't know who I'm thinking of right now. This person is never right. And even if they were, I don't want to tell them that because they're so arrogant. They think they're always right. 
But I'm telling you something, there's a lot of power in this, so I'm asking you to pull back your normal reaction, okay? Because this is about not being reactive, but being intentional, right? That's what this series is about. And reassessing, you know, with an open mind, in advance, on your own. You don't have to tell anybody you're doing it. But begin to weigh it out from a more um, open perspective, from a more um, judicial perspective perspective inside of yourself where you are not going to make any presumptions, but you're going to try to be uh, a bit more diligent and intentional about what's actually going on inside of you. All right. So in this case, uh, Mary Schaefer of Artemis Path Inc. stated that when she gave an employee a performance feedback, um, she asked what he thought about it. And he said, I think you're an idiot. Well, how would you react to that? <laughs> I mean, it's a tough one. I mean, when somebody just, you know, out of nowhere just all of a sudden calls you an idiot, how do you deal with that, right? And, and I see that stuff going on. You, if you're watching social media or the news or anything, you're seeing that stuff just getting more and more and more prevalent. People have, it seems like they have no conscience at all to just say that to you. Well, in this case, she thanked him for being so forthright. Well, now imagine that probably shocked him, right? And she shared that she gave him feedback because she wanted him to succeed. You see, sometimes when people give you feedback, it's not necessarily because they want to crush you and make you feel horrible or insult you. Sometimes it's because they want to see you succeed. You know, this is a big, this is a big, big um, soft spot for me. As I watch things spiral out of control, I see so many people labeling themselves as victims and in so many ways, and it hurts my heart because the second they label themselves as a victim of anything, no matter what it is, black, white, brown, pink with purple polka dots, I don't care. We're not talking about race here. I'm just talking about the human race. As soon as we label ourselves a victim, then we really give ourselves permission to act like, think like, and be a victim. And when you're a victim, then you're in attack mode constantly. You're in self-defense mode constantly. You're in stress mode constantly. You are um, constantly thinking thoughts that are going to send your physiology completely out of control. And you're not going to know how to fix it, okay? Because it's going to lead you to depression, anger, rage, and all sorts of things that are going to be extremely unhealthy for you, all right? So that's where my heart goes on this. I'm like, this is not, okay, some of the dialogue I'm hearing today, some of the, the, uh, the messages that are being sent, and even to youth, I'm seeing even little kids start to react in the same way on the news and you know, I see these videos come up of these little itty-bitty kids, you know, yelling and screaming and hitting each other for no reason at all but just color. And, um, and it's both ways, okay? It's black on white and white on black. I see it both ways, okay? So um, it doesn't really make any difference. This isn't about race. It's really about the human race. And it's about, you know, us making decisions to, to either choose a victim mentality and be reactive or be intentional, Okay? So finding the right thing that puts you in control of your own mindset. All right. So um, thank that person first when they give you, you know, and, and the first time that they give you a chance to, and, you know, you get to pull your thoughts together and they get to pull their thoughts together. Let them know that you mean them no harm. Now, this may or may not work. I'm not saying it's a guarantee in any way. But, but when we reframe and we look at situations and circumstances from a different perception, and we really start to um, 
us take time to assess our first our own emotions and our own reactions, uh, when they, which hopefully are intentional, we can solve a lot more problems within ourselves and with those around us. Well, I hope this has been helpful to you. I really do care about you. I want to see you succeed. And uh, you know, if you need anything, I hope you'll reach out to me. Have an amazing day and keep reaching higher. This is Michelle Stephens.